0: I'm Mitch. I'm Keith. And this is the Layman's, Layman's Term Show. The Layman's Term Show, where a couple laypeople, not, not clergy, clergy, talk about where life and faith intersect and have some fun conversations. Yo, 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 we are back in action. Back in action. Here we go, that time of the week. Podcast yeah. time. Yeah,
1: so we're we're gonna start a we're gonna start a series of
0: podcasts around Unlikely Friends. Unlikely friends. Yep. It's a theme around here. Yep, so Unlikely Friends following, following Jesus, Jesus together. Together.
1: Um and uh so I wanted to tell I wanted to tell the story about how you and I first met. You want to tell the story? You, why don't you... Well, no, go ahead. No, why don't I tell well, the story? I want to hear it from your side. Why don't I tell the story and then and then you can tell it from your perspective. So uh, my neighbor is really good friends with... what Your your kids play sports together. Yeah. So you guys are really good friends yeah. because yeah. you've known each other a really long time. Uh, so what about five or six years ago? Uh, less than that. It was before COVID. So it's like three or four years ago. Yeah. Right. So three or four years ago... Um, our friend Eric is painting his house. Uh, he's, he's got all the, he's got all the caulking done and all that kind of stuff. And, um, you know, I, I'm good friends with him. So I, I went over there to to talk with him and there's this strange guy, uh, helping him paint. Right. By the way, you look like, you look like a pro painter. Mm. You had the bandana on and stuff. You had the, the paint shirt on and stuff and i was like man maybe maybe you got somebody to help him that's a good painter right so i I venture over there and i'm talking to you guys and then i find out that we go to the same church we go to the same church we go to the same church um and at the time our church had two locations the the main and then kind of like a satellite on the other side of town which which i live by um and (laughs) <laughs> and then, so I was like, "Oh, hey you! You run that thing over there. You know, you run the other part of the church, right?" And so, from my perspective, I was just asking you some very mild mannered questions about it and how I just, I guess, I didn't understand the purpose of it or whatever, right? Like, I was like, "I don't, I don't get, I don't get it. Why did we do that? You know, as a church or whatever?" And uh, yeah, that was that was from my perspective. How we we met, uh, and now from your perspective, and what was
0: your what was your uh, what was your uh, initial take well, on I, me? I thought it was, right, like it's our first introduction. Oh, um, What'd you, what was I, the take? Well, or? first I thought it was really nice. That you're helping Somebody paint.
1: Like <laughs> I, I, I mean, I'm walking over there. I'm not offering to help my neighbor paint, and we're good friends. So uh, I thought that was pretty. I thought that was pretty good. Um, you seemed a little energetic. You seemed a little. Because it was also like a hundred degrees outside, maybe one hundred and five. I mean, it was it was it was like the middle of July, wasn't it? It was super hot. It was super hot outside.
0: Paint You're like was bouncing drying on You're like
1: dish. painting two handed. You know, you got two two rollers. You're like double rolling and stuff. And I'm like, what is this guy like on right now?
0: it was back brushing <laughs> single roller.
1: <laughs> anyway, no, I, th- I I didn't. I don't know. I just uh, I don't even think I don't even think that I talked to. I think I came back and I was like, hey, some guy's helping some guy's helping Eric paint. He goes to our church. She's like, Oh, that's nice. And then we talked about how Eric doesn't go to our church. Anyway, that's it. That's all I that was it. That was that's the end. It. Of it. That's See? that's the end of it. And I'm I'm actually not sure. I'm trying to remember when I put two and two together that you were the same you were the same person. It was
0: then that me I was on a ladder.
1: No, no, I mean we- like I mean like uh I don't I do faces really good. I don't do names really well. So a lot of times I'll do like yeah, I know that guy from somewhere. You know I know that guy from somewhere. I know that guy from somewhere, right? So anyway, I I I think it took me a few a few times after that, all right, well, let's of seeing re- you to be like, oh, that's that's Mitch, the guy that was helping. All right, well, let's get
0: real. Okay. Let's get real for the people out there okay, yeah. on the unlikely friend <laughs> part of it. Because all accounts in your story, that would be, uh, you know, uh, that's a friend story, right? Um, be like, yeah. oh, we mutual. We had a mutual friend. We had a mutual friend. Uh, found out we had a commonality, right? Yep, the church. Yep, yep, um, You like to paint, obviously. I, I don't. But no, we don't even just, we had the, we had the two or three things in common. Yeah, could make likely friends. Yeah, right. Well, here I am. It's one hundred and five degrees. <laughs> I got this. For I just painted my house. I got this friend that says, "Hey, he needs to paint his house." Don't want to pay somebody to paint. I said, "You can do it, man." Well, he yep. just need a little extra confidence boost Like, mm-hmm. "Hey, I'll help you out a little bit." Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Just get That's your very start- nice just just get you. you started. Help you out a little bit. Yeah, show you, you how, show you how the how the how the roller rolls. To, sometimes in life with projects, you just need somebody else. To just say you're not just, messing it up. To say to have the confidence, yeah. to have the confidence to I'm jump in it with you, and then you got it, you know, you got somebody's in it with you, and the confidence to just to just get it started. Yeah, sure, right? okay. And um, it's always it's always way easier to start a project at somebody else's house because oh, you, yeah. you don't have to that, see it. You don't right? have to see it from your porch. Yeah, like. <laughs> so you're like yeah you're yeah. like yeah sure man yeah let's knock down that wall
1: yeah right.
0: i just <laughs> gotta be home by six <laughs> yeah. right
1: uh, uh did you check to see this load bearing nope okay all right let's, let's do it let's do it right
0: <laughs> yeah let's go for it sure you like this color i don't care let's paint it. it's <laughs> on it's your payment. house yeah it's your house um and uh so anyway i was just helping a friend mm-hmm. you know have the confidence to just jump in and get started and it's 118 degrees oh, it was hot it was definitely point. hot um and uh we're painting, we're trying to like chase the shade around the yeah, house. Like yeah. and then here comes this guy. Okay. Like we're working. We're working, trying to stay with the shade, trying to not um broil our skin. Yeah. And uh here comes this guy. Good looking guy. Yeah, sure. Some would say. <laughs> um, strolling across the lawn mm-hmm. very leisurely. Yeah. You know, I'm, very I'm
1: pretty barefoot, I think. Uh
0: enough uh slides. Oh, yeah, yeah. No socks. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, maybe you just finished weed eating. I don't know. I probably did. <laughs> um, slides. Um, got his little insulated water cup with him, shuffling his feet. Very, you know, very... Uh, um, Old man yeah, uh Leisurely. Mm-hmm. Very leisurely. Mm-hmm. Here he comes. Not, a, not in a hurry. Just, you know, guys taking it in. Yeah. And it says, Keith Cat. And... uh so he just wants to chat. Yeah. Well, I think, you know, my first reaction is, great, grab a brush, chat all you want. <laughs> no. No, I don't not, do heights. It's not his jam. Not, uh, <laughs> doesn't like to doesn't like to paint 20 foot off the ground or six foot nope. off the ground. Not a good um, painter. Nope. Um, and uh, we start talking. And then our friend Eric says, hey, I think you guys go to the same church. And I said, oh, yeah, great. You go right over here. And he's like, no. Hey, hold so, me, I don't do that. No, I don't do that. Um he says he goes to the traditional. I said, oh, I came out of that traditional service. Um, and I said, now I'm leading this, uh, you know, uh, multi site our our expansion, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then this Keith guy, he says, so something, you know, this was a little something, I, you know, a little just a little project I'd pour my, you know, <laughs> heart, heart and soul, soul into, into blood, sweat, tears, <laughs> you know, all the things. Um, you know, and he's he just looks at me, he says, yeah, why are we doing that? <laughs> yeah, you know. Gives me the old Christmas vacation. What a ridiculous waste of resources this is. Like, anyway, so I slightly- Isn't like, our
1: building big enough for everybody? Yeah, I don't yeah, know he understand all these, this thing. He had all
0: these counterpoints, and I was like, um, you know, I'm just not receiving that well. Um <laughs> And I'm having the you know conversation from 15 foot up on a ladder, and it's
1: 152 degrees. 24 outside.
0: degrees at the, <laughs> this point. I'm actually sweating into the paint bucket. You know, thank goodness it was water based paint because like yeah. you're just it was watering it down with the sweat pouring <laughs> off my face. And then, um, and then you know the next thing I know, he's just got the old uh, the old uh, dumb and dumber. He's like, well, see you later, <laughs> big gulps, huh? And he's gone. Yeah. <laughs> You know, in retrospect, it's just a very leisurely conversation, but from an unlikely friends perspective, it just kind of kind of rubbed you the wrong way a little didn't bit. It? Yeah. Kind of Yeah, look at us now. Look at us now podcasting together. I know. I mean, that's the power of Jesus right there.
1: <laughs> that's the power of forgiveness. You know?
0: <laughs> well, you know, and here's what I here's what I would say
1: too, right? Uh, we don't ha- we we have some things in common, but we don't have a lot of things in common. No. Um you know, like from a from an interest perspective. You
0: play video games.
1: I love. I love I, to
0: play computer games. Sorry.
1: Well, it's a difference. I either can explain it to you. But
0: either though, right? You yeah, you, sure. you can I, do, I'll both. do both. Both. You yeah. can do both.
1: That's my. That's my relax.
0: I really can't. That's how do I either. relax.
1: That's how I, I wind down. It, it,
0: they probably would stress me out more than relax. <laughs> they can
1: stress you out a little bit,
0: uh, but yeah, I, I, and I love to barbecue. You love to, bar- you love the. Pro- hold on, you've
1: declared now that you are no longer barbecuing yeah, because you're I- not good at it. like smoking. I'm sure you are still grill something, right? Yeah,
0: but hot take, yeah, for the people out there, this is a big, uh, this is a big one. Not right going to use the salt block. We're being real. I dang it, I was going to, and then dinner plans changed. Yeah, yeah, I didn't use the salt block. Yeah, um, well, you're be, you you're very fa- you're it's... very fashionable. I'm not. I wear white
1: shoes, black socks. It, like doesn't bother me. You, you're, I you're, would... you're, you're very you you very you coordinate colors very well. I don't. I would say I'm not fashionable though. No, I don't mean like I don't mean like, um, like New York fashion. No, but I just mean a. like you 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 look at a shirt. And pants, and like, do these go together? I I don't. I just go... Keith,
0: I wear jeans. I like that. There's know, that's know, they're, All shirts go with jeans. No, they don't. Yeah, they do. No, they don't. And jeans are the worst invention in mankind. See, I wear jeans. I don't wear jeans. Jeans were an invention for mankind. I
1: have one pair of jeans that... Actually, I think technically I have two now. Oh, here's a funny story. Uh, I was in a wedding, and it was uh, jeans and... You know, like a dress shirt and like a suit thing, right? Okay. okay. But it was jeans and, and boots, right? So we had to have... Western uh, wear. Yeah, it was kind of... Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah a, little, a little um, Western and it, was, it was great. I didn't have a pair of jeans, but they told me which pair to buy, and they told me which boots to buy and all that kind of stuff. So I got them. Well, uh, last Christmas, we were doing, um, you know, the, the uh, Christmas party for Sheldon's work, and... Uh, and she, i saw she, the was pictures. was i know i know and, and she was gonna be dressed up she had this really great dress and i was like man i don't have anything nice to wear so i'm gonna go and and buy something and i was like i know i got those jeans or whatever and they're nice but like i want to get a different pair okay so buy jeans buy a shirt buy a, a sport coat you know and uh i come to, i come home to find out i bought the exact same ah! pair of jeans so when I was trying on different jeans, I was like, oh, well, um, these I, I, I'll do these. They look nice. So I returned the new ones. So I only still have one pair of jeans, even though I've, I've bought two in my life. But I haven't worn jeans other than those two occasions since I was eight. See? We are unlikely friends. Unlikely friends. I, uh, I
0: like long pants. You're, you're a short pants guy. I am
1: a short... I, in winter,
0: I will wear shorts. Yeah, I've seen them. Love it. it. Anyway, you wear fun, colorful socks. Yeah, yeah. I I will wear mismatched socks. No, I just have
1: normal. To the, no the socks. Kids. Socks are white. Yeah, I mean what, that's uh, how you they You like count. baseball. I like baseball. You I play don't tennis. like Baseball.
0: <laughs> you don't like baseball. No,
1: I don't. I haven't watched. I haven't really watched baseball since the strike mm. in the nineties. I just like a world war couldn't stop baseball, but uh, money could. Hmm. This is sad. Anyway, so we
0: can argue about that. <laughs> so we can uh we can go on and on. Uh, we can go what? on
1: and on. So we are we are we are um but we come friends. together.
0: we come together on a weekly podcast yeah. to uh to to even sometimes argue about uh um, Jesus's uh work in our lives.
1: Yeah. So um you know, like to kind of point out in all this conversation. Oh, right. Yeah, we were right? going to have
0: a point. We
1: were going to have a point on hey. this. Um, so Jesus brought together his disciples from different walks of life, right? So people that would not normally all get together in the same room, fishermen, tax collectors, politicians, right? Democrats, Republicans. Democrats, Republicans, you know, Um and, Barbecuers, and non, grillers. Non, non-grillers of fish and grillers of fish. Um, and that was that's the, the attraction, I would say, uh, that Jesus brings. He can pull together people that wouldn't normally um, have much in common mm-hmm. or interact with, but that one commonality is strong enough to make that bond.
0: Hundred percent. If you want me to read it, yeah, want to read, read the names uh, of the guys. The so Matthew ten two, yeah, off the top of my head. Well, I yeah, because I have it opened here. Um, but yeah, this is. Uh, by the way, if you listen to layman's term, we do very little research <laughs> leading up to this. This is so. Uh, we a lot on the fly. Yeah, a lot on the fly, but we find that endearing. That's yeah. a commonality we have. So uh, here we go. Jesus called his twelve disciples together and gave them the authority. To cast out evil spirits, heal every kind of disease and illness. Here are the names of the 12 apostles. All right. First, Simon, also called Peter. Then Andrew, Peter's brother. All right. We got a pair of brothers. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, May I just say right there, maybe brothers can often be unlikely friends. Uh, Me and my brother are complete opposites. Yeah. I think- We're similar
1: in some ways, but complete opposites.
0: Yeah. DNA similar. Uh, but other than that, no.
1: No, I mean, we both like computers and so, and, and certain things we both like, but like we are worlds apart.
0: And I, man, I could go on hours of, uh, sibling, sibling birth order, uh, theory. We are
1: different politics, different everything.
0: All right. Then we have, uh, James son of Zebedee and then John James's brother. I, in this reading here, um, as a younger brother, I feel a little offended (laughs) <laughs> that uh James James is the son of Zebedee mm-hmm. John he's also Zebedee's son yeah but we're gonna just call him out here as James's brother
1: <laughs> yeah yeah and you think about it so. um like every every word like writing something down way back when was hard right like you, you just don't have paper and pencils right so like when you when you go to write something down uh that's in the that's in the Bible they're very specific with the words that they use, right? Because they want to make sure that, you know, they're not, they have limited supply, right? Yeah, not getting super worried. But I think that's a great example of, it would have been, it's the same amount of words, isn't it? That they could have just been like, also, also son of.
0: Yeah, so we got Philip, Bartholomew, Thomas, Matthew, the tax collector, James, son of Alpheus, Thaddeus, Simon, the zealot, Judas Iscariot, who later betrayed Jesus. There's your list. There it is. So we have a couple sets of brothers. We have tax collector, mm-hmm. um, a betrayer, a betrayer, a zealot. Um, you know Thomas, who's skeptical. Later on, we'll find that out. Oh, I'm doubting Thomas. Um. But yeah, for sure, like the. We know uh, these uh, uh, first four. I think are uh, fishermen. Um, like
1: wild, wildly different. Like think of, think of like a fish fisherman, and a tax collector, right? Like the fishermen probably hated tax. I mean, everybody probably hated tax collectors, but like the fishermen probably hated tax collectors. But here they are. Yeah, they're together. probably yeah.
0: The way I understand it is like the tax. I was hanging out waiting for the fishermen to come shore. Yeah. Just, whoa, we got a little thunder. Is that what that is? Wow. It's really long. Now, back to it's, the wow, show.
1: Wow. That should, <laughs>
0: maybe, maybe one of the
1: disciples is a little upset <laughs> that we're not talking about them.
0: Mm. Well, that is... <laughs> Get a cooler nickname. Um, so, yeah, that's where uh, we're hopefully uh, can point out that there's just some differences in folks, and they can still come together, rally around Jesus, and uh, rally around a common cause and mission. So these are the 12. Um, if you just read those names, but the, the sentence before that is Jesus called them together and gave them authority to cast out evil spirits and heal every kind of disease and illness. Mm. So Jesus brought together unlikely people, but then also um, equally bestowed authority upon them to act in His name yeah. to to participate in His ministry. He gave them equal opportunity um to be uh brothers and sisters in service to his mission
1: yeah what i find what i find um interesting about it too is that uh he instructed them then he gave them the power sent them off um but didn't like force anybody to do anything right like they're all equals but then you would you know you could kind of make the argument like you know peter did a, a lot for the early church right um and so I, I find that interesting that some people had larger impacts than others even though um they had the same the same teaching the same direction the same authority um and so i think and, and it's not it's not saying that one person was better or used it more wisely or whatever Um, it's just some people have a different impact, but the same opportunity. Yeah. So, um, and that's kind of a point that I try to make to a lot of people that are, um, you know, uh, maybe, maybe a little more lost in life of, you know, I don't know, I don't know if what I'm doing right now is what God wants me to do. I don't know if this is my purpose. And, um, you know, I always try to. You know or maybe something maybe something bad happens right and they're in a really bad situation or, or whatever and it's um, it's in their mind like it's not you know life threatening situation or anything but uh, maybe they don't like their job or mm-hmm. you know whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm always like you don't know like you don't know um, you could be here for a purpose right now. like even though you're looking at yourself purposeless, uh, you could be here and influencing other people around you. Making their life better or bringing them closer to Christ, um, and that and that could be your purpose right now, this moment. So don't waste it. Like don't waste it. Uh, you know, not, I don't want to say feeling sorry for yourself, or but whatever. being distracted, but being, being distracted, distracted from
0: the moment. And I think that's easier for some folks than others. I know some people are very much now people, like in the moment now, and others are more futuristic, yeah. more planner. So. Um, the decisions they're making now are actually putting tumblers in place for um, actions that they'll take in the future. So they're right now, uh, they've actually planned out mm-hmm. previously, mm-hmm. right? Like that's, so the now should be pretty flawless because of the work put in previously. And um, that doesn't always work out so hot. yeah. You know, um, but at the same time, you have people like me who are like, oh, hey, we're always in the now. Um it would have been nice if somebody had to plan for this. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it's a good, it's good, it's good to modulate between the two. Um, but yeah, I think, I'm a, I'm a firm believer that um, you have this, you do have a, you always have a now opportunity to impact uh, the world around you f- for the better. Yeah. Uh, one of the things I always, um, I picked up in, in coaching uh, coaching with youth and youth sports and stuff is, you know, kind of the two things you can control: your attitude and your effort. And mm-hmm. I think we've talked about this before, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. in in sports, it's really easy to just um, key on that, and it's it's very um, it's very obvious. You can just key on it and yeah. you can say, "Hey, bud, look, right now you're not controlling your attitude or your effort, mm-hmm. or you you know one of those is is controlling the other one." Um. But I think oftentimes, I mean, the same thing applies in life and our, you know, an intentional, you know, uh, an intentional walk in faith um, in this path following Jesus uh, and this call in our lives is um, our results, uh, the results for him are, you know, can be can be skewed by our attitude yeah. and our effort. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I...
1: I um, When I used to be a a leader in another company uh, and I, you know, at one point I'd have, um, you know, 40, 50, 60 people under me. Right. And I would always tell um, people in reviews, I would much rather have an average performing employee with a great attitude than a, a, like an all-star employee with a bad attitude. Right. Like the attitude matters so much in how you interact with people, how your, their peers, your peers interact with you. Um, and, you know, one, you know, that's use a horrible cliche, one bad apple spoils a bunch, but it's true. Like somebody with a really bad attitude, um, you know, that you come across can, could ruin mm-hmm. your day, right? Like, you know, something happens and you, you meet this person with a bad attitude and it can just
0: spoil your mood for the rest of the day. So I'm bad. I'm bad with um it's a place i need to I need to improve. I'm bad with um with helping um, with helping you know this positive impact you mm-hmm. know using the attitude positive attitude and effort to um, positively impact the world around you whenever there's um whenever there's a bad apple right mm-hmm. as you would say, mm-hmm. or just um just some toxicity, right. Um I don't properly I I'm gonna be the first to admit I'm poor at um engaging to improve that situation. Yeah. I'm more of a uh go let it roll go, off. Well off go, go, and just no, go, go the uh, yeah, go, a go a different direction. Way. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think I think there's a difference between for me, there's a difference between if you're if you're angry bad attitude then i'd i'd rather just change course yeah m- move on but um and you you probably do this or you probably your your emotional spidey sense um but like when you when you can tell somebody's having a bad day because something happened either they're 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 sad about something you know they're frustrated about something or whatever they're not really angry at you mm. but they're like there's a situation that they can't control um i always try to be like Extra nice, and I'm, I'm usually man, My nice. wife
0: has so much more patience for that than I do.
1: Oh, see, I, I would say, I would say
0: that I wasn't always that way. But, but you, you do too. You have a little more patience for that, and that almost, yeah. that almost drives me. That drives me just as bonkers as rational upsetness. Yeah, the irrational upsetness. <laughs> like I'm like, look, yeah. man, yeah. I didn't stub your toe, right? right. You know, like you, you think about like uh, the
1: grocery store, right? And you got the the checkout person that's just like, beep, 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 $32.12, right? And then the bagger that's like putting your meat in with your fresh vegetables and you're like, you know, come on. Um, You can either handle that situation one of two ways. You can be super nice to them and then just change it yourself. Um, or you can have a bad attitude about it and be like, you can't put those together. Right. But that doesn't, that doesn't solve anything, you know? And so I always try to, I I think that's from, uh, years of working public facing jobs. You know, my first job was a roller skating rink. I think we talked about that.
0: Yeah. I want to talk more about that though. (laughs) Yeah. What was your roller skating rink uniform?
1: Um, he had polos. He had polos for us. Cause um, I was thinking, like,
0: is it like a, is it like the old bowling khakis. shirt? It's like the bowling shirt, the button-up bowling shirt, but it was a polo. No, it was
1: a polo. You know, a three-button polo with, um, with, with khakis. Did you go all the way to the top? Uh, no, I always no. leave. I always leave the top one up.
0: Not cool two, enough. Two, but not three. Not cool enough. to Two, go. but not three.
1: The three people kind of, you know, I'd rather go the other direction. It's edgy. It is a little edgy, and I, I know, I understand that it's, it's, it's in style these days. Well, no,
0: it's edgy. So three buttons, three buttons. It just is, makes me feel like they're, I mean. Like, all three buttons are edgy. It's, it's just as edgy as none of the buttons button. Um, That's super edgy too. That
1: is, that is very, especially if you don't wear an undershirt. Oh yeah. Which I always do. I always do when I wear a polo. Well, I don't want to say always. Maybe if I'm in the backyard or something, I, I wouldn't. But if I'm like going out somewhere. Oh yeah. I'm wearing, a, I'm wearing a, an undershirt under that. Uh, but no man i, I loved i love the roller skating rink um and for the most part uh everything was okay as like a general employee but i kind of um, helped out with because uh, he had two roller skating rinks so i kind of as i kind of moved up the food chain or whatever there i kind of helped do other stuff and um kids are really easy to deal with in the absence of their parents when you're the authority oh really yeah yeah well and the other thing about this roller skating rink is they weren't shy to kick you out and ban you mm. right and the the lady up front um betty who was like i think she still worked there until like mid 80s or something right she loved it um she could remember every kid's face and name so if like a kid tried that was banned tried to sneak in she'd be like mm, not you it was great she, i mean sharp as a tack Right. Um, and she would also eat my lemon um Skittles. I don't I don't mm. eat the lemons. There's some unlikely friends right there. You yeah. and Betty. Very unlikely friends. Right?
0: I'm assuming <laughs> slightly older than you. <laughs> yeah.
1: When I was seventeen she was
0: uh in her
1: seventies. Yeah, and ate yeah. your lemon skittles. Ate my lemon skittles. And she would give me her extra coupons for things that we liked so we could take to the store and use her coupons. See? It was great.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to, um, this podcast, I we're, we've just kicked off this new uh, little segment. Mm-hmm. We're going to call it Unlikely Friends. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it's, somebody's knocking at the door, but we're going to ignore we're it. Gonna it gonna ignore we're going to ignore it time. run through it. Um, so Unlikely Friends, we're going to call it this new segment. So this was our first episode of yep. it. And um, look forward to uh, later installments with more fun guests. Yeah, we're, and, uh, hopefully we can
1: get some Unlikely Friend guests.
0: So, if you'd like to take part in an Unlikely Friend uh, podcast, uh, hit us up, uh, Church, and you can find Keith Rye's email address there, and and send us an email. Yeah, sounds good. All right. Thanks, guys. Later.